Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning everybody welcome to the show today on this lovely wednesday morning let me think of what's happened since i last talked to you i did have my highland calf i think that was the last time i did a show because last week they uh were cutting my power off on wednesday at the wrong time oh well stuff happens she is the cutest highland calf she is so much fun I may or may not just go hang out in the corral and pet her mom and, you know, enjoy. It offers some great downtime and, and makes me smile. And we need those, don't we? So I want to talk today about validating our intuitive hits. I had like a spicy day yesterday where I was like getting intuitive hits a lot and they were all immediately validated and it was like, whoa. Cool. It was very cool. And so it got me to thinking of, you know, when we get these hits, how often do we second guess or not trust? And then it, like, gets validated later, but are we too busy to notice? Are we too distracted to notice? Do we just brush it off? Because I do feel that taking the time to say, hey, yeah, that was a hit, I knew that was going to happen, or, hey, that's what I was thinking, and yep, I was right. Because, you know, let's be real, it never gets old being right. (laughs) And having said that, though, sometimes we're wrong. Oh, well, don't beat yourself up for that. Celebrate the times that you are right, because it could be a misinterpretation. It could be the fact that, you know, things just change and shift. But do celebrate the times you're right, especially those unexpected ones. I was listening to a podcast this morning, and they were doing an exercise where she was thinking of a color, and so you you were to tune in to see how, you know, intuitive you were or if you could... um, tune into her energy and have the color pop into your awareness. And so I was busy doing some other work, and I'm like, okay, I'll play. And I did. It worked the first time. I'm like, cool, no way, that's awesome. And then I got in my head. Because then I had to analyze, oh, so I wonder, like, how that worked. Like, did I, was I tuning into her? Like, and you know how, how we do. We start overanalyzing and thinking about everything. So the next color she did, not even close. I'm like, well, then. But that's the thing. When we get too in our minds, we can, um, it's not block, but we can mess up the energy of our intuition. But when it softly pops in, kind of a little bit unexpected, those usually end up being right, don't they? When it's gentle and calm and, like, 
easy, I'm going to say. So I was driving to work at Adult Literacy yesterday, and it popped into my energy. Oh, yeah, my executive director is going to leave on Thursday. She was supposed to leave Friday, and I'm taking over while she's gone. And I'm like, oh, she's not. She's leaving Thursday. So I'm going to have to adjust everything and figure out how I'm going to get all the information from her and do all of that. Okay, so I'll have to stay. And I had it all planned in my head in my short 15-minute drive. And I get there, and I go in, and I start settling all my stuff. And she's like, yeah, we're going to leave Thursday. And I start to laugh. I'm like, I knew it. We, always, we make jokes often about me being psychic, though. And then later that day, we did a class, and there was someone in the class, and I'm like, oh, she would be really good at teaching this other class. And so I was really sending the energy of stay after, let's talk, stay after, let's talk, and it totally worked. And I had a little chat with her about teaching some classes, and it just, when you're in that flow of being intuitive, trusting your instincts, and feeling the energies out, and it's working, things feel flowy. Like it feels like a natural energy shift from this thing to this thing, and it feels like smooth energetically and it feels um, almost surprising and like wow that was great because let's face it our world's bumpy we all know this and sometimes we get caught up in the bumpiness and so you can really notice when it's not bumpy when you're in that energy and you're you know flowing and you're getting good information and you're reading the energies and you're feeling the energies and you're able to clearly interpret them, it feels great. And then you start to panic and worry about things and then gone. (laughs) It just (laughs) messes you up. (laughs) I even got more validations yesterday. It was so awesome. It made me happy because one of the pitfalls of being psychic intuitive is when you see people as they really are and it's not pretty, it's not nice. When you see people being petty and you know they're being petty and you can see they're being petty and it gets validated that they're being petty, but you're kind of in a bit of a tricky situation because calling people out on their pettiness is exhausting. So you end up having to pick and choose when or who or which situation. And um, I used to be, (laughs) I used to find this a lot harder and I got myself into messes because I'm like, no, that's not how it goes. And I've learned, but, you know, part of it comes with age, to really sit in it and figure out if it's worth it because there's always consequences. And you have to figure out if those consequences are worth it or not. And even if they are and it doesn't, the consequences are worse than you thought, you still have to own it, deal with it, right? Because you made the choice. We were actually talking to one of my children's um, English teacher, and they were talking about Macbeth, and they got into a big philosophical discussion, the class, about fate versus choice. Are things just fated to happen, 
or is it because choices you made things happen? And there was a big debate in the class, and these are 16-year-olds, and that made me happy. And I asked which my son was on, but I would have loved to have been in that classroom and listened to that because this is a debate we have with our own selves, don't we, right? Our choices have consequences. And it's interesting because even, even if we don't like the consequences, we still have to choose whether to be graceful about it or cranky about it or blame somebody else about it. But it really comes down to our choices. Do I be, Then I started to have a little chat with my own self. What do you believe in? Do you believe in fate? Or does your choices create your fate? I don't know. I No, I do know. I believe our choices create our fate. I do. Because I, I do feel that even when we think we don't have a choice, we actually do. Because we can choose to do nothing or we can choose to do something And there's many somethings to choose. And I do feel like whether we consciously or subconsciously choose it, we are still making choices. But then it comes to what if making that choice is your fate? And then you kind of go down a rabbit hole. But if I (laughs) – right? I know. Kind of fascinating, hey? See? We should have been in that classroom eavesdropping. That would have been fabulous. (laughs) That's what she said she did. She just sat back and listened. It's interesting, right? Because when you think about your choices, now I didn't throw in the word destiny because that adds another little twist to it all, doesn't it? Dun, dun, dun. But let's go back to intuition. (laughs) There's someone else I had to talk to last night, and I knew, I knew that this was going to be a little bumpy. It was interesting. I'm not ready to talk about it yet because I have to work out some things with this situation. And, yeah, it's messy, and, yeah. Again, when you are super intuitive and you come across people that are petty, and they're petty in ways that you don't get, like, I don't know. This is actually something that's happening a lot. You know, we... All of us empaths joke about peopling too much. I peopled all weekend. I was at a basketball tournament in Hinton, Alberta. Mountains were gorgeous, even if it was overcast the one day. And it was fabulous, and we had fun. But, man, I peopled for two days straight. Yeah, that was a little rough. But I had my sage spray, and I sprayed my shoes. I actually even sprayed my shoes during the day just to make sure I could stay grounded because there's always so many undercurrents in a group, in a crowd, right? And when you're intuitive, psychic, you feel those undercurrents, empathic. You feel them, you know them, you don't always understand why or what's going on. And the key is to not take it on. And it's not easy in crowds, not at all. It was super fascinating, some of the things that happened. And, you know, people are just people. And I find that people are... 
acting out a little more, but it's um, – they didn't on this tournament, though. That That's not what happened there. But just, you know, when you're out and about and you see people's energy and feel people's energy, there's definitely more of a struggle, and it's like a like a metaphysical struggle because it feels like we just simply do not know where we fit in this world anymore. Things don't make sense. Things are off kilter. We don't understand what is going on because it's so different. The energies are different. What's happening is different. There's no clear right and wrong, or there is, but that's not how it's playing out, and it's frustrating, and it's frustrating and frustrating. And so we have to make sure we can stay grounded we have to make sure we have our ways of dealing with it that are not destructive. It's really easy to end up in the destructive path when you are feeling off kilter and worrying about paying bills or surviving or jobs or buying groceries or giving your kids a good life, giving your family a good life, like keeping it all together. You have to be aware of all that that's going on. And if you're an empath, grab those tools. Man, I can't tell you how much to find. I encourage you to find Sage Spray. Hello Naturals is where I get my Sage Spray. She's out of Evansburg, Alberta. She is amazing. And, yeah, if she ever decides to quit making it, I will seriously cry because it's super, super powerful stuff, and it really helps me people. I taught a class yesterday, and it was busy and a lot going on at one time, and I can handle it because, and it was in the school, so it was busy because I sprayed my shoes more than one time. <laughs> I'm better at one-on-ones. I just am because the energies, right, the peopling, it's, it's challenging at times. But here's the thing. We're all in this together. Everybody's feeling it. Everybody is in this. I don't understand energy. And so to help the world, ground you. Acknowledge, I don't understand, but I know who I am, so I'm just going to be me. With all that entails, the amazingness, the crankiness, all of it, right? Be authentically you, no matter how that looks. And notice what triggers you. Because our triggers and those things that we just have trouble dealing with are popping up on a regular basis just so we have to. It's all part of our soul growth and learning. And it's happening, people. We can't, we can't do anything about it, basically, except for do the learning and hope that it slows down. It's interesting for sure. In a, yeah, off-kilter way, very off-kilter way. A lot of the, you know, metaphysical philosophies now are get back to nature, which I 1,000% agree with, of course. I'm out in nature all the time. It was hard on the weekend because I was in town, and I have a very not-sit-around lifestyle. I'm outside a lot. I went to my eye doctor, and, you know, I'm in the 50s, and, He's like, well, when you get tired of your reading glasses, we'll get you a prescription. You can just talk to the girls. And I'm like, 
I'm outside so much that I don't want classes right now. Should I? Maybe. Would it be easier? Sometimes. But I'm outside so much that I'm being, not going to lie, I'm being a little stubborn about it. (laughs) And then after being, like, sitting, watching basketball for two days in a row, I'm like, wow, this is definitely harder than my normal routine where I'm outside so much and moving around and active. And I think that's the key to staying grounded. Like, even if all you're doing to be active is dancing around your house, like, make sure you're doing those movements, physical movements to vent out any stuck energy. You know I preach to you about this, people. But I'm a reverence, so I get to. Keep the energy flowing. It's when it gets stuck that you're going to run into some challenges. Jump up and down. Like, seriously, take five minutes. Just find something to vent out the energy. When I got home from Hinton, I actually went on my stair stepper, and I haven't for a while because I'm busy outside all the time, right? I get enough exercise. But, yeah, I went on it because I just needed to vent out the energies. And it's not that people were behaving badly, but when you feel everything everybody's feeling, it's a lot. Find a way to get rid of it. And when you get those intuitive hits, make a mental note. Like yesterday driving to town and I knew she was going to leave tomorrow. And I was like, okay, well. And the end. I didn't have to do anything about it. I didn't have to, like I didn't roll in there and say, hey, I know you're leaving tomorrow. Like there's nothing to do, right? Make a mental note. Because sometimes it's just to give us a heads up. Sometimes... So, and this is where practicing and developing your intuition is crucial because we need to know what is important information to act on and what's information. Do I need to do things differently if she was leaving a couple days early? Well, yeah, but nothing insurmountable. Like I didn't need to make it a big deal, but I could have, right? Because realistically for me, this is not convenient at all. Because my rest of my heavy calving season starts next week. And so her timing for being gone is not beneficial to me at all. But it's not my choice. And I can, but what is my choice is to be gracious about it and do the best I can. But being clear, like, look, I'm calving, so I'm going to cover for you, but realize that I'm not going to be here every single day. Or be cranky about it and be resentful and not gracious and, like, work myself up into a mad about it, which I might. (laughs) Like, it depends how it goes, right? But I know this, and I know it's how I choose to react to it because it's bumpy, 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 bumpy. And so when you get those intuitive hits, just make a note and um, wait for the validation and know if you have to act on something and or don't act on something. And there's no time limits. There's no right or wrong. It's all for your learning and information. If you're a journaler, write them down. I used to write down my intuitive hits all the time and then go back because I wasn't always aware enough to know when they were validated. So I'd write them down. 
I would journal about it. Oh, I thought about this today. This popped in today. Hmm, this was my ponderings. That's where I, I ponder things. If you're asking me a question, I'll say, I need to go ponder that. Like, and I would write them all down. And I did that for a long, long time. And then I could go back and be like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, right. Oh, right. And then as you become, it becomes like second nature, just a habit. Then you may or may not have to write them down, but you're like, oh, yeah, I, that, that makes sense to me. Because that's the other thing that will happen. Things will occur, and the way you react will make more sense to you, or the way other people react will make more sense to you. Because isn't that what we're just trying to do? Make sense of this very crazy off-kilter world. Very crazy off-kilter world. It's kind of interesting. Um, if you want to develop your intuition, have a friend do the color thing that the lady was talking about this morning. Just be together and one of you think of something and the other try to tune in and see what it was. Like there's a lot of online practices that you can search up to develop your intuition. But the key is awareness. The key is awareness and being aware of your own energy. All of our chakras give us intuitive messages constantly, constantly. So when my highland cow was going to calf that day, I had tummy cramps like crazy. And I'm like, well, this is weird. And so when I went for my big walk and she was in the energy and I'm like, oh, she's having a calf today. I know it. And then she was up and down and I started pacing. And and I'm like, that's why I have tummy cramps. And they went away. Once I acknowledged what was happening, that happens to me often. When I have a client coming or on the phone, I will take on what's going on with them. And when I ask them, is this you? They're like, Yep. And then it goes away from me. It's very entertaining. But you have to know that that's what's happening. <laughs> if you're ever unsure, break the energies. You know, hands facing each other, break the energies, and zip your chakras and ask, is this mine? I should have done that. I probably wouldn't have got an answer, though, because it was the cows. Oh, you should have seen me. I paced and paced and paced and paced, and I phoned my husband, and I'm like, okay, it's happening. You need to arrange your day so that you can come home if I need you. Oh, yeah. So that happened. He did have to come home and pull the calf because it's a big baby for my little Highland cow. Then, get this. Are you kidding me, cows? The next day, she got all excited when I was taking her barley, and she stuck her head through the fence. So she was trapped. Cows' heads are wedge-shaped, easy to slide them through the fence, not so easy to get them back. It was a bumpy start to calving season. There was a lot of very strange things that happened. That was kind of my last straw. There had been a whole bunch of other stuff that I'll share with you eventually when it fits what I'm talking about. But that one was like I was, like, done. I wanted to curl up and cry, so I phoned my husband, and I'm like, please answer, please answer, please answer, please answer, please answer, please answer, please answer. And then it was, please, can you take a break? Can you take your lunch break and come home? Can you take your lunch break and come home? He had to come home. We had to use a jack-all-jack and a bunch of tarp straps to get her head out. Yeah. Good times not. Meanwhile, I'm out there. It's okay. It's okay. We'll be safe. It's a good thing she's a nice, quiet cow. 
Did I get an intuitive hit that would happen? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. And don't beat yourself up to if you don't know, right? Because we don't always get to know. Well, that, and it's not even just that. Like when your life is busy and you are worried or you're focused or you're like so much going on, which we all kind of do, sometimes we just miss the messages. Like, did I think she would stick her head through the fence instead of coming around where I was standing? No. But baby brain cow style, that's what I actually posted, baby brain cow style, this is what happened. Yeah, bless her little heart. She hasn't done it since, yay. Mhm. And even when you are able to get messages and find creative solutions, sometimes it's all just too much. Because don't forget, you're just human, right? And life is weird lots of the time. But I really want you, when those little hits come in, make a mental note, write it down, or tell a friend. My friends and I practice intuition all the time. A friend will say to me, okay, I think this is what's going to happen. And we don't even, like, necessarily consciously know we're doing it. But you're telling someone so that you can have that validation that you knew that, right? Because no matter, you know, I had someone tell me one time, I, oh, I don't need validations, and I call bullshit. Of course you do, because how do you know it's intuition? She's being a little weird. You want the validations. When you get a new Oracle card deck, pull an Oracle card every morning, read it, and then read it again at night and see where it fit in. So you can tune yourself to them and then figure out your messages. Because we're bombarded with messages all the time. We have to use our discernment and our spidey senses and our instincts and our intuitions and our gut feelings and our chakras and everything to discern what's important and what's not. That's the key. I just posted an article yesterday on my Facebook page about intuition being a form of intelligence. I think that was what it was called. Oh, intuition is the highest form of intelligence. And it was a really interesting article. Go to my Facebook page and um, check it out. Um, One thing they say is if all you do is sit in a chair and trust your intuition, you are not exercising much intelligence. But if you take a deep dive into a subject and study numerous possibilities, you are exercising intelligence when your gut instinct tells you what is and isn't important. I love that because that is true. Go researching. I love conspiracy theories. Do I believe all of them? No, but it sure is interesting. And it's interesting to go read about it or like ponder it because it's a different perspective, right? And maybe they are all right. I don't think so, though. And even if they are, if it's not right for me, that's also important, right? Dun-dun-dun. So much fun. All right. Take a nice breath in. So today, actually, from my guided imagery, we are going to do our chakra cleanse. I'm going to take you through an induction to get you in the zone, and then I have the chakra cleanse recorded, and I'm going to play that, and then I can do the chakra 
cleanse with you. Because I just find that I'm, I'm out of balance a lot on my root chakra lately, but it's because of the whole economic crisis and stress in Alberta. We'll get through it, though. I have faith in us. Try not to lose faith and hope, and we'll see. And make good decisions and choices. Decisions and choices that are comfortable for me. Again, I'm going to relate it to my Hinton trip. So we played, and our team is doing quite well. So we knew there was a good possibility we'd end up in the gold medal game. And so about three days before, I'm like, you know what? It's winter. It's Alberta. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. We're calving some 4-H heifers. So my husband, what we normally do is he'll switch me out, and I come home and do the chores. And then he can drive home late at night, which I don't like to. But because this heifer was calving, if she has any trouble, he's got to be the one to take care of it because I empathize way too much, and I just it's hard. And we know this about each other. And so I'm busy going about my day, and I'm like, you know what? I would feel better if I just stay an extra night in Hinton and enjoy the hotel room and have a good night's sleep and not worrying about driving home in the dark because driving in the dark is uncertain. There's a lot of potholes because of our weird weather. And there's a lot of mooses. There has been so many moose accidents on the highways. It's weird. Really weird. Like, there's rarely a day goes by that one of my friends or myself or my husband hasn't seen a moose. They're in abundance right now. And, yeah, I I just didn't want to have that two-hour stressful drive in the dark, late at night. I mean, it's a double-lane highway, so it would have been fine, but what if it was blizzarding? So I booked an extra night. And it was interesting because I got a lot of, huh, you're staying again, from some parents. But you know what? I had to do what was right for me, nobody else, me. And if it was going to cause me hours of stress and anxiety to drive home in the dark, then it's the easy solution, don't do it. As long as I can afford the extra night hotel room, then don't do it, right? It was interesting because there's a little bit of guilt, like, oh, they all have to drive home and I'm not. But I got over it quick. Again, make sure you're doing what's right for you and try to minimize your stress and anxiety when you can or where you can. Did it make a huge difference in my life to stay over an extra night? Yeah. I was quite happy when I drove home the next day and there were some pieces of the road that were icy and slushy and I'm like, yay, glad I didn't navigate this in the dark. Yeah. Pay attention to the little things or the like little things that could become big things, and try to find tools and ways to minimize or take away some of your stress and anxiety. You really are being asked to get to know yourself, your authentic self, your real self, the self that's triggered when someone is petty and you have to decide if you're keeping your mouth shut or not. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it's yes. Don't like that as much. (laughs) Another thing I will do, though, is I'll say, all right, I don't like this. I would like to get some answers about this. What is the best way? And I kind of ask the universe, and I wait for signs. And my signs were keep my mouth shut. The end. Didn't like that answer, but I understood why. 
Other times I will get an opportunity where it's kind of like we cross paths in a very blatant way where I don't have to keep my mouth shut. But you need to pay attention and know and ask. Ask out loud. Hey, universe, I'm not liking the way this situation's going. Do I have a conversation with this person? And something might happen, usually it will, where you do. Or if it's really in your best interest not to, it will be blatant that you don't. But it's not a big booming voice, people. It's more subtle. <laughs> so you got to pay attention. <laughs> I know, not always easy. Sometimes we just don't want to. Okay, breath in. Shake up your energy a bit. Let's go and do our chakra cleanse in case I run out of time because I'm kind of chatty today. And then it's on to cow checking. Woo, woo. Kind of awesome. Okay, you ready? <sighs> Becoming aware of your breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Then let's take three big, deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. As your normal, natural breathing begins occurring, Imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around head. neck and shoulders and with every breath as the breeze continues to move gently around there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on becoming more and more comfortable with every breath across the upper back 
circling around through the chest. A warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort. Down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back Circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable. with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves and ankles, and around through feet, now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily moving all around and all through. So let at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed, deeply relaxed. This is a meditation to balance and cleanse our chakras. I'd like you to sit up straight, have your feet flat on the floor, nothing crossed. Give yourself a nice breath in and out. I would like you to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with Mother Earth with those deep, thick roots. 
Nice breath in and out. Now, imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from each of those roots into the bottom of your feet. Visualize or imagine those balls of light traveling up your leg. You may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Move those balls of light up your leg, through your shin, past your knees, up your thighs, higher, higher, and then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra, at your pelvis. Your root chakra deals with feelings and energies of having the right to be here. The root chakra is symbolized as red. I want you to imagine or visualize a red ball. Symbolism is personal. I want you to have something that you're focusing on. So if it's a red ball, I want you to start spinning it until it's bright, shiny, shiny red. Right now it may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big or it may be really small. I want you to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red, spinning, spinning. The root chakra deals with energies of money, career, home, needs, and possessions. So it's really important to have this one balanced. I want you to spin it, spin it, spin it until it's bright and shiny. If you are having trouble visualizing or imagining, Archangel Raphael will be there to help you. Archangel Raphael is also going to vacuum away all the cruddy energy that comes off your chakras. So spinning, spinning, spinning. We like to give this one a really good cleanse. Spin it just a smidge more. Fantastic. You are doing great. Okay? Now this one is all shiny clean and it's in your body. Again, there's no way to do this wrong. Now I want you to move up to your sacral chakra, which is located midway between your pelvis and the base of your spine. This one's an orange ball of light. I want you to spin that one. This is where we have our feelings and emotions. Let's spin that one until it's bright, shiny orange. This is where we are able to set boundaries when we have this one balanced feeling joy. Let's really spin that one and give it a nice big cleanse. Spinning, 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 spinning. For all of us that have trouble saying no at times, you can feel why it would be important to have this one balanced. Excellent. Give it a few more spins until it's bright, shiny orange. You guys are doing fabulous. Okay, now that that one feels good, move up again to our solar plexus chakra. This one is the yellow one. This one is where we can make choices. We set our intentions through this one and have our will to do things. It involves self-direction, self-esteem, and the power of transformation. So let's spin this yellow light until it's bright, shiny, and Sparkly clean. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Focus on spinning that one a little more. 
Perfect. I can feel all the energies flying off to be vacuumed away. We're going to feel so good after this. All right. Now that that one's all shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. This one deals with love and I give, I care, forgiveness, generosity. So let's spin this heart chakra until it's shiny green and infused with sparkles. We want to have a pretty heart chakra. And spinning, 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 spinning. Fabulous. Let's keep spinning that one. Doing great. Spin it some more. Feels like everybody's is nice and sparkly, shiny. Okay, great. Now, put that one back in place. Let's move up to our throat chakra. This one is blue. We're going to spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny. This is the one where we have expression, where we listen, where we can communicate. It's all about using our voice, so let's spin, spin, spin this one. We can communicate clearly, spinning, spinning, fantastic. If you find that your throat chakra feels out of balance often, grab a sodalite or a lapis lazuli, those stones will really help with that. I wear them when doing the radio show. It's really, really helpful. Okay, let's spin that one just a little bit more. You're doing fantastic. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our forehead. This one has to do with telepathy, intuition, imagination, visualizing, all that good stuff that you've been doing. So this one is the darker purple color, and we're going to spin it until it's very sparkly. Nice. Keep spinning. Our intuition's located here, so we like to have this one clean so we can get our messages right. Spinning, excellent. Spinning, spinning. Perfect. Kate, now that it's nice and shiny, clean, deep, deep purple. I see a lot of yours as deep, deep purple. Beautiful. Okay, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our head. Now this one is a pale violet, or you might see it as clear. We're going to spin that ball of light until it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. This is where our psychic and intuitive abilities can be found. Our faith, our connection to the divine, ability to trust life, values, ethics, courage. Lots of stuff happen in this crown chakra. So let's spin that one until it's really, really clean. Excellent. Great, you guys have been working on this. This one was pretty clean. Okay, so let's put that one where it's supposed to go. And remember, there's no way to do this wrong. Just the act of listening to my voice and doing this exercise will create the energies and it will happen. 
It's as simple as that. Let's visualize or imagine that ball of light again, just right above your, your head, and then you're going to move it down, down through your face, down through your neck, down through your chest, down through your, your pelvis. That ball of light is going to break into two, and each ball of light is going to go down five, past your knees. You're going to feel refreshed, able to focus. You're going to have a lot of clarity after this meditation. Continue sending that ball of light through your, past your knees, down your shins, and out the bottoms of your feet, and ground you deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. And then you can bring your awareness back to the room, back to your body. Meditation is about doing what feels natural to you. You're letting the energy do the work. It takes a little trust, takes a little faith, but if you practice it, you can come back to this meditation anytime and replay it. Have an excellent day. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. Music.